Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Taylor Show. We are here and we are live. There's a candle precariously placed right underneath this camera. Bad placement. Too late to uh, too late to move it. What are you gonna do? Um, how's it going, everybody? Did everybody vote? Did everybody get their votes in? Did you get this shitty fucking pen? I don't know if everywhere gets it or if it's just New York that just has this shitty. Shitty pen. I'm kind of a, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of a pen snob. It's similar to how I'm a snob with chocolate chip cookies, but pens in particular, I have a lot of, uh, you know, requirements when it comes to a pen, and this ain't passing any of it. It has like this, like this weird squishy front that I guess you could use as like, you know, you can use as like a, a tap on your, on your phone or whatever, but like the way that the thing comes out at the front you know, it just kind of looks like a, you know, like the way a dog's penis comes out of the little, little, you know, hiding place. That's what it looks like. I don't know if you could see that with the pen, you know, or you're just like prairie dog and it looks like a little butthole, a little aperture there. Anyway, not a good pen. Doesn't write very well. I know it was free, but I can complain about it, you know, because, uh, cause that's what people do. We complain about free shit. So what are you going to do? Um, Got that, got the sticker, threw it away. If you post the I voted sticker, uh, you should you should walk off a bridge because nobody cares, huh? No one actually gives a shit. You're not persuading anybody to vote. You know, you just want to feel fucking good, don't you? You're just upset that Halloween's over and you can't post a picture of you as a slutty nurse. And so this is the only, you know, this is the next best thing that you got. That says, look at me, I'm a good person. Why are you so upset, Taylor? I don't know. I don't know why it upsets me when people post that. It's the same thing when people post like, you know, like they're standing in front of like a wall mural or something. It's like a giant mural that is, that's just screaming, take a picture with me. And then guess what? People take a picture with it. They just, you know, it's just like a trap for white girls. They just go up there and then like, like you go, you see it in LA all the time. There's like that big stupid pink wall or whatever, where girls just like line up to take a picture in front of a pink wall. I mean, if, if there was a way to somehow like monetize that, you know, if there was a way where somebody could just every time somebody took a picture in front of their wall, they got like a buck or fifty cents or something like that. I mean, you would be raking in the money for virtually. No work. You know what I mean? That should be like, that should be a thing. Because, you know, a a, a picture with something in today's world kind of is a form of currency, if you think about it. If you break it down, like if you take a, you know, if you take a picture with a celebrity or something, and then you post that, that is, that is a social currency in some way, because you're demonstrating some sort of higher value to your follower. Oh, look, look who I associate with. It makes your feed cooler, which can then somehow trickle down to you making money. But the, you know, celebrity doesn't see any kickback from that. That's why a lot of celebrities don't even take pictures. They're just like, no. Like, they'll be like, I don't want to take a picture, but I will talk to you. And people are like, ugh, I guess such an asshole. Because he didn't want to take a photo. So I'm just saying, like, 
it'd be interesting if there was a way to because if if people if there's a thing where people want to take a picture with it, you know, it seems like weird in today's society, like in today's capitalist. It's like in today's capitalist society, um, that people aren't making money. I mean, you go to like Times Square or something, you see a fucking Spider Man. You're not just gonna be able to walk up and take a picture with him. Like he has a fanny pack for reasons because he's stuffing singles in there like a stripper. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, yeah, but those photos, they fucking bother me. Oh, God. Today was one of those days where I, like, I literally have not spoken to a human person all day. It's been raining its balls off. Uh, it's actually Friday as we record this. We're recording a little bit earlier because I got to whore out my recording stuff to some other people. Um, yeah, just fucking raining all day and, you know, just one of those days where you just got not a ton going on that deals with other people. So I haven't spoken to anyone. Went to, uh, I've been going to, you know, as we know, I used to go to Panera every morning to get the coffee. I've been doing a lot of McDonald's coffee because through the app, it is, uh, it's a dollar. It's a dollar for coffee. And I was trying to do the cost breakdown. It's not that much different. I mean, like a, th- a thing of coffee at the um, at the store, you know, it's not cheap to get, you know, to get the coffee. So I don't do it every single day, but I do it uh, a lot because I'll also sit there for a few hours and write and do and do the Wi-Fi. So it's, it's, I'll tell you what, it's very interesting starting your morning by going to McDonald's. You know what I mean? It's kind of nice because in a way, if you start your day by going into McDonald's, it can really only go up from there. You know what I mean? I like to start my day surrounded by the worst people at their worst because that's what's going on in there. It's pure chaos, and it's exciting. Like a cup, a cup of coffee will wake me up in the morning, but nothing gives me quite the jolt as the threat of danger, and that's what is happening. Like I woke up this morning, and within 30 minutes, I'm watching a mother of four say, I'll cut you, bitch. You know, like that's that'll really get your heart going in the morning there's always some form of chaotic energy or or just something going on and i usually don't know what's going on because i'm like listening to something last week i was listening to like a listening to like an npr podcast or like some news podcast it was talking about the war in ukraine and i walked into mcdonald's and the, the podcast kind of matched the tone of mcdonald's like it made sense like you know, the, the, the lot, I don't know what you call it, the lobby or the front of McDonald's, the front of house of McDonald's matched the tone of the, the Ukrainian war, you know, like, is there that much difference? Is there, is there that big a difference between like, you know, an airstrike and then, you know, some guy in pajama bottoms risking, felony assault charges to get an extra thing of pancake syrup. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it happens quite a bit. Um, you know, and and you wonder, because I'm, you know, I'm standing, I'm standing amongst these folks, and I'm like, well, I'm not like them. I'm not, what I'm here with them every morning, and they're all doing that, but I'm not one of them. 
you know, you kind of wonder, uh, like where you stack up or whatever, but I'm not because I'm, I, first of all, I order on the app, so I don't even have to interact with the person at the front. It's very similar to Panera. I just have to show an order number and then they get me a coffee. And that's what I, that's what I do. That's what I did today. So really the only words I said to another person was thank you. Um, which, uh, you know, is a little, a little bleak or whatever. Um, actually I'm lying. I didn't just get, I didn't just get a coffee. I went to, I went to McDonald's a little bit late, later in the day today. And I noticed, uh, on the deals, cause like it's, it's just a deal every day that it's a 99 cent coffee. And I, f- I forgot that when you download the app for the first time, they give you, they give you a free Big Mac and I never like redeemed it. So I got a Big Mac and a large iced coffee for a dollar. I mean, that's come on folks. I get it. Why I, I get why they're on top. I get it. And I get why we're obsessed with McDonald's in this country. It's a great, uh, it's a great thing that they, that they provide. Um, uh, fuck. Sorry. Get a text. Um, yeah. And I'll be honest. I don't know if it's just the fact that, um, like, I, I I haven't really had a Big Mac since childhood, and I don't I don't think I have. I've had a McDonald's obviously in adulthood, but never a Big Mac. It just it's like not crazy different than getting like a double cheeseburger. You just get like another thing of bread, and you get the special sauce or whatever. But like it just it always seemed like if you got a Big Mac, you're kind of giving in. You're like giving into the to the like ethos of McDonald's, but if you just get like a double cheeseburger, you're like, I'm, well, I'm, I'm I'm hungry, and that's all there is. So I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna get a double cheeseburger. But it, for some reason, if you get like if you get like an iconic sandwich, you are then like a McDonald's person, you know. But if you get, just get something off the value menu, then you you can claim innocence in McDonald's, uh, you know, patronage. I guess, but, uh, but it was free. So I was going to get it. And dude, what a shit sandwich. I mean, what a God awful. It's, it's, it's so not where I can't, I mean, the price of McDonald's stuff has obviously skyrocketed since I was a kid. I mean, they don't even have a dollar menu anymore. It's just the value menu, which is horseshit. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I bought, if I paid full price for a Big Mac and I got what I got, I would have been, so upset because you forget like oh the song to all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese pickles on it's not a sesame bun like the fact that i still remember that is is terrifying and just shows you how they were targeting kids when we were younger and probably still are so um yeah like when you like you think about that two all beef patties so two all beef patties that's what you're getting which is the same as a double cheeseburger which is significantly cheaper so the rest of it is really just it's just horseshit you're getting another another bun on there lettuce cheese pickles onion like lettuce cheese pickles onions oh let a oh, lettuce and onions and pickles <laughs> you spoil me, McDonald's. You spoil me. It's really not a good deal. It's not. Um, 
Yeah, so I was I I honestly I, I removed the middle bun and the top bun, and I just had basically the two patties, with like using the bottom bun as a as a as a edible plate. You ever do that? You just like, you know, I love just hold like a uh, you know handheld type. Those are my favorite types of foods, handheld foods. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's been a trip just in McDonald's. and the empl- do the employees at McDonald's are just. I mean, that used to that sh- that is not you should not be working at McDonald's to like sustain a family. Like that's not a job that you get if you have to like sustain a family and it sucks that some people like have to do that. That's if that's all they can do. But I mean, I I mean growing up, I remember everyone who worked at McDonald's was like a child. You know what I mean? The person at the front or the drive-through, it was like your first job you got it was like a minimum wage thing. And there are legitimately women in their 40s and 50s who work at the front of this thing. And and it's not like I I don't know if I feel bad for them because it's not like I I don't know. I don't want to judge, but I'm judging like you just interact with people and you can just tell that they're not Smart folks. They're just not the brightest, you know? Even the manager. There's a manager who's there every day, and she's trying to keep people in line, and she's this, she's just this cartoonishly obese woman, you know, which I, I guess maybe that's the what you need to be to be the manager. Like, you have to be overweight just to be on brand, I guess. And she's the one, you know, she's doling out the to-go orders, and she's got, a you know, a face mask on that's just, like, just hanging right below her mouth like you know not doing anything which at this point it's like no you don't have to wear a mask nobody in there's wearing a mask but she's got still got it around the ears it's like i wonder if she just hasn't looked in a mirror since covid ended you know and she just forgot that it's like on her face she just you know hasn't looked at herself but it's um yeah it's it's just comical and then yeah, the people fucking picking shit up. I mean, it's 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 a goddamn nightmare in there. What are you gonna do? But uh, um, so yeah, eating the McDonald's. My eating has been shit the past few, the past few days. Just eating fucking cookies and and stuff. But I have been making them. I haven't been eating. I haven't been ordering them or picking them up from a place. I'm actually making. I'm really committing to the fat choices that I make because I'm I'm making the cookies with you know like fucking using flour and bullshit. So, um, so it sucks because it's like you get more cookie for your dollar, but then you just have more cookies to eat, and it's just me. So I'm just eating all the cookies. So it's really a problem. Um, but I have been fucking. That I've been biking. I've been biking like a motherfucker, and. Uh, I recently I've been enjoying I'll go from Bushwick where I am I'll go into the city I'll go over to the West Side Highway I take the West Side Highway all the way up to Harlem and I'll stop in my favorite cafe in West Harlem shout out to Cafe One dude dude I used to live in West Harlem when I first moved to the city and I lived there for a couple years and I haven't lived there for a few years you know maybe like I don't know five fucking years or something like that but I used to go to this cafe all the time and I remember the first time I went back there, after that many years, I walked into the cafe, and the owner immediately said, Hey, Taylor. She was like, did you move? Like, Im- not even, like, oh, I think I recognize that guy. Like, immediately knew my name. 
And she remembers everybody's name in the fucking neighborhood. It's amazing. And you know what? It tickles me, and you can't help but just... That is such a big thing, like name recognition. I'll tell you what, that's not happened at the McDonald's. I'm at the McDonald's a lot. When I put my order in, it says my name on there. They say, they call out my name when they give me the iced coffee. I guarantee you no one's remembering my name in there, all right? And listen, that's, you know, but you get what you paid for. You pay for the service or whatever. But it's just a place where it's still got low prices. I mean, it's just beautiful. So I bike up there sometimes. And um, uh, like a few episodes ago, I was talking about like how, you know, I get, I'm kind of on the side of bikers now when it comes to like things that happen in the streets, if you will amongst bikers like i i i I think there's a lot of bikers who are assholes but i get i just get it but uh i (laughs) there's a moment that happened i was riding i'm riding on the west side highway up towards harlem and there's a guy in front of me a young guy and he's handicapped he has no legs right but he's on one of those like hand crank deals you know just fucking going and like periodically along the path there are these like little crosswalk sections that you know you have to yield to the pedestrians or whatever and we're approaching one and the handicapped guy you know he he kind of just keeps going he keeps pedaling whatever and there's a guy kind of waiting in the cross and by the way the crosswalk is literally like it's two steps it's the width of the bike lane it's nothing and so there's a guy standing by the the crosswalk and you know the guys the handicapped guy's coming along and he steps out into the path and he puts his hand out and he says you have to stop you have to stop. He looks at the guy with no legs, and he says, you have to stop. And and what pisses me off is he's technically not wrong <laughs> because there is a sign that says yield to ped, and he is the ped in this scenario. So he's not pro- – like it just shows you that you, you give people a fucking fraction of power and they wield the fuck out of it. And it made me upset because any other person in that scenario would see the guy with no legs coming and just say, oh, no, but please continue to live out your dream. Please continue to feel the wind in your hair. Oh, and by the way, our country thanks you for your service. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but this guy, he saw his green light and he fucking gunned it, you know? Because he knows there's no other moment in life where you can look at a handicapped person and go, no, no, after me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to wait for me now. Do you still have eyes? Can you read the sign? I know you have no legs, but I count 10 fingers, so why don't we tap the brakes? Okay? Okay. And it just made me upset that the guy was technically right. And he, you know, it's one of those things where it's not, you know, the law is on his side. He's a pedestrian. He's got to be yielded to. But also, why don't you just let the fucking guy go, huh? How about that? He's not even going that fast. He's using his arms, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it was just, it, oh, man. It tr- it just, it made me, it made me laugh and be upset at the same, like, I'm just like, does he have something against bikers, against handicapped people? Like, if he goes into a door, 
or like of a building, if he opens it, there's a handicapped guy behind him. Is he just like closing on him? Like, no, 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 you got to hit the button. You got to hit the button. The button's for you. So you hit that, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was a, it's a wild moment. But I've been fucking, yeah, I'm trying to get out there, man. We only got a couple more weeks of, uh, of fall before we gotta fucking go into winter and just hunker down and I'm not looking uh looking forward to it. I'm gonna try to still bike while it's winter, but who the fuck knows if it's uh if it's gonna happen. Um but yeah, it's like six PM I'm trying to knock this out. I got a show tonight, hosting a buddy's show, and then I'm going to see uh Shane Gillis at Town Hall. Shout out to Shane Gillis. Shout out to uh May Plannard and Mark Norman who just got married. Congrats on that. Dude, the wedding looked fun. I wasn't there, but it looked like a gang of a time. So shout out to them. Um May's usually on this show that I'm about to do, actually, but she won't be there. Um, anyway, inside, is that inside baseball? We don't know. Anywho, folks, we had a Yarbar comedy show that went great, um, aside from a little mishap on our hosts. And I'm not upset about it, but I, w- I was a little bit miffed in the moment because... You know, supposed to go second to last, and then the host says, "All right, we got one more comic," and then brought somebody else up, and so then they got to go back up and be like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, actually we have one more. Can you guys stick around for one more?" And they're like, "Yeah," and they were actually pretty on board, but then it got me in my head, and I went up there when I was in my head, and I didn't have the best set that I thought I could have, and God, it sucked. I hate, you know, I don't like being in my head because I just feel like ropetronic, and and then I'm not, uh, you know, I don't feel. I don't feel good, you know? Um, but that's how this thing goes. That's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you got to be able to go on uh, autopilot with your art, if that makes any sense. you got to be able to just fucking get up there and do it. Sometimes I feel like I rely too much on um, kind of the the energy and bravado and personality and 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 that side of it, you know, cause I've never felt like I was the strongest, uh, writer. So I'm like, yeah, I got to fucking move around and hop and dance up here. So, um, you know, to really sell the, the jokes. I mean, I wish I, I don't know. I'm just not, it's, it's not the type of, I'm not like a quick joke, one liner, you know, type of setup punch, setup punch type of type of writer. I kind of wish, I wish I had more of that because it's as a utility, as a skill, it's, it's a very good thing to have. I just, it's not the type of comedy that I enjoy. It's not what really makes me laugh, but I'm fascinated by it. You know, I'm fascinated by people who have that fucking skill. I wish I had more of it. Um, yeah, I'm like almost, I'm selling, I'm not, I'm like, I'm trying to, like, it, it's, okay, stutter one more time, Taylor. Um, you know, like, and people just, like, ask, oh, what's your comedy like? And I'm like, I don't know, like, I don't feel like sometimes I tell jokes. I feel like I just go up there and try to be funny. Anytime I'm telling, like, a joke, like a setup, wah, wah, like, that's how I feel inside. I just want to go up there and be funny. I mean, obviously you need jokes, you need structure to them, but 
I don't want it to feel like I'm telling a joke, which is the hardest part of stand-up comedy is to, is to, you know, that's the magic act is like they don't know that they're watching stand-up or whatever. So, um, but that's fucking hard to do. But, and, and I think that it'll take me longer to get that perfected. But um, it's just what I like to do. But it's hard sometimes because when you're relying on kind of your own energy and how you feel, that can vary sometimes. I mean, how you go up in front of a fucking sold-out room, you know, that's like 150 people is not how you're, at least for me, it's not how I'm going to go up in front of five people, you know, in the basement of a bar, which, you know, I've done both both, uh, many times. So, I mean, there's like some people who just tell jokes and they go up no matter who, how big the audience is or who it is or whatever, they just go up and they say it the same way. And I'm like, that's great, but that, I don't know. It just seems like there's something dead about that to me. And I'd rather risk not doing well, um, but try to be as authentic and like in the moment authentic as I possibly can um, and try to make that, try to make that funny. Cause that's how people are funny in real life. You know, you kind of just go, you, you go with what you're, you're given, you know, and you kind of adapt to whatever the fuck is, is ha- this is getting really inside baseball. I don't know. I don't know if any of this is interesting, but um, yeah, I don't know. So Got a show tonight, and it's usually one of those shows where you gotta adapt. You know what I mean? Um, but anywho, uh, we'll call it there. That's the podcast this week. A little bit of a shorter app. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah, what do I got going up? Oh, this week I'm gonna be in South Carolina. If anyone's in South Carolina and wants to come out to Charleston, I'll be there with my buddy Peter Wong for a few shows. Headed down there on uh, Thursday, coming back on Sunday, and then we got a fucking week till Thanksgiving, gonna just eat so much goddamn food, it's gonna be a lot of good times, everybody, so um, I hope you have a good week, and I will see you next week, peace.